Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Father Hagerty. And we're broadcasting today from St. Lambert's Parish in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Welcome, welcome. It's great to have you here, Heather. We love uh, Real Presence Radio. I know, and I saw that uh, St. Lambert's was going to try and take over RPR a little bit. Did you see that on Instagram? Oh, no, I did not <laughs> see that. But I'm not, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. <laughs> we have Father Will Weber on next week, and uh, he's uh-huh. always energetic and excited to be on. Oh, he talks about it all the time. He <laughs> loves Real Presence Radio. <laughs> so we're just going to move in and make ourselves at home. <laughs> yes, more than welcome. We will uh, give you a permanent spot in the fridge here in the break hey. room, and you can use whatever you like. I love it. I love it. We're ready. So, folks, today we're broadcasting in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. Today we're going to have an all-schools, all Catholic schools episode. So that's that, kind of exciting. That's right. Dedicated to all Catholic schools week. This is the week. It's the last January. The last Sunday of January always kicks off Catholic schools week. And the whole week we celebrate Catholic schools. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that today. But before we get too far into it, Father, will you open us with a prayer? We open us with... In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our Father, we humbly come before you in need of you at all times. And in a particular way, we pray for all of our young people, those who come to our schools, who desire to know you. May they come to know you and first and foremost have that faith of the great love that you have for them. With that, Lord, we invite, invite them too to come into your excellence and then to serve others, which is really what, Lord, we what we focus on in this Catholic Schools Week. ask that you bless all of our teachers, all of our principals, those who do so much, and all the parents too who do all the sacrifices to send their their kids to Catholic school. Lord, may may you bring great fruit out of the sacrifices that they make. And may you bless them in a special way this day and throughout this week. And fill our hearts with gratitude for all that we've been given, Lord. Everything is gift. Everything is gift. This morning, wherever we are, if we're driving, we're rushing or we're stressed or we got to go to in-laws for the weekend, whatever it may be, Lord, help us just to be thankful, thankful, a perspective to change that and live in reality, a gratitude for all your many gifts today. And Mary, we ask your intercession as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Great prayer this morning, Father. Yes. So, we're going to start off our morning with Catholic Schools Week with Dr. John Wald from Rochester Catholic Schools. Good morning, Doctor. Are you on with us? I am on, and thanks for having me this morning. Yeah, thank you. We're excited to hear all about the Rochester Catholic School System. First, tell us what it is that you do for the Catholic School System there in Rochester. Oh, I don't do very much. As a <laughs> physician here in the Rochester community, I do have the opportunity and the privilege to partner with uh, Father Tom Loomis from Holy Spirit Parish as co-chair of the Rochester Catholic School Trustees. 
Wow. Very cool. So then can you give us a little background on the Catholic school system there? Yeah, I'd love to. We have probably one of the preeminent Catholic school systems in southern Minnesota. Um, We are blessed to have K through 12, pre-K through 12 um, students in our system. We have um, two elementary schools, uh, two middle schools, and then Lord High School, uh, which is the pinnacle of our Catholic school system. And and all of our students are prepared to enter that very rigorous academic curriculum at Lord, and then hopefully matriculate onto college or wherever their dreams take them. Beautiful. So how long has the system been in place? Oh, that's a great question, and <laughs> one, that I, oh one that, I, that I don't have the answer Leave to. it to me, right? You know, I, exactly. I, I, Dr. John strikes me as a very humble man. You know, I don't do much, and, you know, I'm not, I don't quite know here, you know. Did you ever have children of your own in the system? Uh, I did, and I do. I was fortunate enough to have my oldest daughter, Kelly, who is now, okay, I have to do the math here, gang, so I have to do carry the one, who is 27 years, 28 years old, and she went to Lord High School, came up through our system, and then ultimately was uh, lucky enough to go to the University of Notre Dame and is now a uh, fully functioning architect in Minneapolis after doing some work in Milwaukee for a while. And then Devin is our youngest, and Devin is a freshman at Lord High School right now, and she spent her first 11 years in the system coming up through pre-K all the way up through eighth grade at uh, St. Francis Elementary and Middle School, which is one of our combined elementary and middle school facilities here in Rochester. So I um, have been, and my wife have been involved in the system for many, many years. We are very dedicated to the Catholic school system. we think it is the, one of the best systems in the state, and our kids get um, high-touch education, small classrooms. We love the faith that is woven throughout the educational experience, and we just believe that we're part of such a devoted community, devoted to our Catholic faith, and devoted to each other, which separates us from every other system um, that's out there. So we just are very dedicated to it. Absolutely. That is wonderful to hear that the faith is that important. That's mm-hmm. that's really what distinguishes us. I would definitely agree. That's what makes us different is the faith that we can live that out. And what a tremendous gift that is. That it completes the education of our children. Mm-hmm. I, I, I absolutely believe that. And I think it's the faith that we as Catholics um, strive to retain from the example that has been set by Jesus Christ, our Savior, but it's also the values that we bring to others, the non-Catholics we invite into our system, to say, this is the life we lead, and mm-hmm. this is the faith we have, and it's about being kind and generous to each other and seeing the goodness in each other, as opposed to seeing the challenges that may be faced from one individual to another. Well, looking at your oldest daughter, how do you think the Catholic uh, school system helped to form her and shape her into the young lady she is today. Well, it's a it's a great perspective because I do think that it has formed and shaped her. I think in every decision that she makes as a young professional, that Catholic faith is woven throughout that. And the, the wonderful thing about the Catholic Catholic education system now is that it well, it's hopefully pulling more individuals into the Catholic faith, as we've seen the numbers of individuals attending church and being part of the Catholic faith decline over the years, and we've seen the number of children in Catholic schools decline over the years, 
we, the RCS trustees, and I personally believe that we have an opportunity with our school system to reinvite individuals back into the Catholic faith, faith by demonstrating to them how wonderful the faith is, what a wonderful life education it is, and the opportunities that it brings from pre-kindergarten all the way up through 12th grade. And Kelly lives that out every day. She's a better person because she has been educated in the Catholic faith. She sees people through a different lens. She's more charitable, in my opinion. She's kinder uh, because of that. And that faith grounds her. And as we all know, trying to live out our 20s and 30s, trying to find your place in life, it's so critically important to have something that grounds you, either your family or your faith. And the combination of those two things, faith and family, are extremely important. And it's one of those values that we really strive to share with our children, uh, our teachers, and all of our staff at RCF. Wow, that's priceless right there. Yes, it most definitely is. You know, and, and too, you know, when the kids are so formative, when they're so young, it's, there's like a, some of the early saints talk about it, it's like wax. You know, you put an imprint upon them and it just stays with mm. them, you know. And then as it hardens, it stays there. But they're so malleable and so open. And, and to be able to teach them more than just a science, more than just math, more than just reading, but to really teach them the values that really make life full and beautiful. And uh, to be charitable, to learn how to forgive, to have mercy. You know, we live in a world that doesn't have any mercy anymore, a world mm-hmm. that, that doesn't advocate for those things. And in schools, that there really is no God, you know. And why not be able to form our children in such a way when they're so formidable to give that to them? In Catholic schools is, is such a beautiful way of doing that where, you know, like I was in the Catherine, uh, the, the classrooms of all the school here, all, all the school classrooms here yesterday, and I got to, you know, preach about, uh, the Blessed Mother, and, and give all these beautiful stories about all the apparitions of Mary, and and the kids are just taking it in, and and just learning about you know how our mother invites us into mercy, invites us how to pray for one another, and and she she appears to all kinds of different people around the world, you know it's something that brings us together as one people that truly are united in, in the in the Catholic faith, and that's a that's something that really unites us of all cultures and in all places. I, I think that's absolutely true, and I think. The wonderful part about a Catholic education is when you're in those classrooms and you're telling those stories, what we have taught our children through your help, our pastor's help, and those connections is how to look at that through their life day to day. Because, you know, in those formative years, sometimes it's hard to see Jesus Christ. What is that? The faith that we need to have to Jesus Christ or Mary or the lives of the disciples. But When you tell a story from the Bible, and then those young children, those middle school children, can start to see examples of those deeds in their own lives, that can be transformative for a young adult, and transformative for somebody in kindergarten to third grade, because they can now connect it to their everyday life and to their family. And that's where this Catholic education really separates itself from every other educational system that's out there. Well, and I know as a parent, it, it has helped me with educating my own child in the faith because sometimes, you know, they roll their eyes at their mother. I know that's shocking, but to have somebody else in their life saying, yes, your mom is right. Yes. <laughs> what your support. mom is saying isn't crazy. You know, yeah. that that's value, so valuable to a parent. You know, and, and there's a love of neighbor that's emphasized, which I think is more than other schools. I, I you know, I grew up in a, a small town, public schools, and, uh, you know, it was pretty clicky. And mm. uh, 
I became the chaplain of a Gorman High School here at the high school in Sioux Falls, and and I was just really uh, taken aback by just how I mean every school still has cliques and whatnot. I was going to say yeah, but, but, but <laughs> they're not perfect. But uh, but I was just really taken back about how it was it was nowhere to the degree that I experienced in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was compl- it was much more different, much more loving and and accepting of other people in, in a way that I hadn't really seen before in a high school setting. So. Uh, it's more, much more drastic, and I'm not saying we're perfect because there yeah. certainly is that yeah. there, but but it's much different because of there's the values that that we teach and, and what we promote as a system. It's more than just an education, and it's our faith. That's it's actually the theme for Catholic Schools Week this this week is is faith, uh, excellence, and service. And faith is at the very beginning and in, in the center of all that we do. Yeah, and I, I think it has to be at the center and at the top of of everything that we do. And, you know, part of this education, of, you know, occurs in the classroom. But part of it, and, and I think we're all alluding to this, occurs outside the classroom and with each other. And as we look to drive enrollment for Rochester Catholic schools, I often say to individuals, go to any non-Catholic school that you wish and just walk the halls first thing mm-hmm. in the morning. Don't even, you don't even have to go into a classroom you, because there are great teachers everywhere. But then come over to Rochester Catholic Schools and you pick a grade, pre-K through high school, and walk the hall first thing in the morning. And you will immediately understand the difference. And it comes down to respect, it comes down to charity, and it comes down to faith. Because the chaos that exists in those other schools in the morning is is different from the peace and the organization and the respect that our individuals have within the system for each other as they walk the hall. And it's immediately apparent. So I I just think it's a simple statement to make, but it does start to differentiate the Catholic school system, especially the one that I know, the Rochester Catholic school system, from the other systems that I'm familiar with. Absolutely. Well, folks, this morning um, we are talking with Dr. John Wald from the Rochester Catholic School System. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Father Sean Hagerty. And we're broadcasting today from St. Lambert's Parish in Sioux Falls. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have more with Dr. John Wald from Rochester, and we're going to talk about some changes that have happened in the school this year. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. In today's world, we are enslaved to addiction. I'm Father Chris Alar. Alcoholism, pornography, and drug abuse have become the master of millions of lives, maybe even your own. Addiction has led to countless deaths by overdose and suicide. So what can be done about it? Victims often explain they are searching to escape the troubles of this world, or they are trying to find a form of ecstasy. Unfortunately, these enslavers provide neither. The experience is only pseudo, a fleeting imitation of an authentic spiritual experience. 
There's only one true spiritual experience that can provide fulfillment, and when you find it, you will find hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. As a working Catholic professional, your needs and priorities for returning to college don't match a traditional campus experience. That's why the University of Mary has created a portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online graduate programs that are sure to align with today's needs. Advance your skills while strengthening your faith at the University of Mary. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Father Sean Hagerty. And we're broadcasting today from St. Lambert's Parish in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And it's a wonderful day. It is beautiful Even though it's six degrees out. The sun is shining, though, so I'll take it. That's right. Be an attitude of gratitude. How beautiful that can be. That's right. And we're talking this morning. We're doing Catholic Schools Week, a wrap-up of Catholic Schools Week on the show today. Talking first with Dr. John Wald from the Rochester Catholic School System and talking about the importance of Catholic schools and how it's affected his own children and how important it is to further our faith and... And an example is kind of where we left off, an example of the students. Uh, Dr. Wald was talking about walking into a public school in the morning and then walking into a Catholic school in the morning, how different the hallways are. And I think another example of that, Dr. Wald, that I was thinking about as you were talking is you can mostly see that when they're on the basketball court or on the football field. Yes, uh, we're saying the prayer at the end of the at mm-hmm. the end of the games, gathering together to pray. It's such a beautiful thing to be able to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of places you can't do that, or there'll be people who object to it. Maybe mm-hmm. a lot of people want to do it, but then there's just one or two that object, and just because of that one or two, you you can't do it. Right. But but yeah, you, you, I, can't, you can do it here, Heather. I, I think you you bring up a great point because it's not just in the classrooms and it's not just in the hallways. It's in those sporting events, it's in our activities, band, drama. It's when our students go out and provide service. And mm-hmm. as part of our strategic plan, we don't have to do it, but we like to track it. We monitor the service that our students perform in our community from pre-kindergarten all the way up to the high school level, and we have different expectations for every grade level. But that is taking that Catholic faith and not hiding it in the classroom. It's going out and engaging with others and demonstrating through acts of faith who we are as a Catholic community. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, before break, I said that there were some changes, or I should say the lack of a change at the Rochester Catholic School System this year. There has been a tuition freeze. Can you talk a little bit about that? Did it get that cold there, the tuition it froze? froze it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. I knew it was getting cold, but I didn't know if that was that cold. Man. Man. Well, as you both know, it's been a very generous winter so far, even though we have cold weather coming. (laughs) But um, you mentioned changes, and I couldn't uh, probably keep up with all the changes that have occurred since last March during this this pandemic that is COVID. And 
I want to really call out our teachers and our staff because they have rolled Amen. through every change that we have had to institute to allow our community to continue to gather as, de- as devoted individuals. And we have clearly seen how important that has been for our teachers to sacrifice time and effort to keep as many students as we can in face-to-face learning. And we believe that it's been critically important. Because of that, because of the sacrifices that not only our teachers have made and our staff have made, but most importantly, our family and our students, we have said we, we cannot ask families that are already stressed to look at a tuition increase for next mm-hmm. year. And so we have decided to freeze tuition at all grade levels. Um, we will do that. Um, that sounds like a warm then, thing, not a cold thing. That's just great. <laughs> Um, Honestly, it's the right thing to do. And even if that means that we, on the business side, have to suffer financially for a period of time, we will do what we need to do. We will rely on generous benefactor support as much as we can to continue to allow our families, especially those who cannot afford a Catholic education, to join us in this educational process and we'll just figure out how to get through it together. And um, it's it's something that was very important to the trustees. It was important to our staff. And we it, it's a simple way of saying thank you to our families for being with us through all of this. That's awesome. Is it is it any way going to affect the teachers and their salaries? So would we? I, I would be. Um, you ask the hard questions there, Heather. I do. Yeah. It's my job. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to ask it. I asked it. <laughs> so um, the, the short answer is I don't know. And okay. we'll have to sit down and we'll have to look at the budget. But with all the challenges of COVID, with the, the sacrifice that we're making to allow our commission to stay right where it is, we'll have to look at our budget very closely to see if we can raise our salaries for our teachers Mm. this year. Mm -hmm. Last year, we were able to raise uh, the salaries for our teachers. Um, We will continue to look at that. We believe that one of the hallmarks um, of growing enrollment or the ability to grow enrollment within a Catholic school system is to be able to retain and recruit the brightest teachers Mm -hmm. that we can. Yes, yes. And I should say the brightest, best, and teachers that will live out the faith with us into our system. And to do that, we have to remain competitive in our salaries. And as I think both of you know, relative to the public school system, that can be challenging at times. So we're committed to doing that. We've actually uh, begun, uh, started a new fund this year on the development side called the Rochester Catholic Schools Fund for Academic Excellence. We are asking our benefactors to continue to consider contributing to that fund so that we can use those dollars to raise our faculty salaries, to be able to retain and recruit the best teachers, and then also to be able to offer teachers incentives to pursue advanced education, whether that be a master's degree, a PhD, PhD or doctorate, which then allows them to bring increased academic excellence into the system, allows them to bring college-level coursework into the systems for our high school students, and that then drives enrollment into our system because we can continue to offer a high, um, a high level Catholic based education curriculum. We're really excited about it, and so we're looking at innovative, innovative ways beyond the budget 
to be able to say thank you to our teachers and to be able to retain and recruit the best individuals we can. Yeah. Well, and my sister, she's a middle school teacher down in Yankton and um, at the Catholic school. And she knows she doesn't make as much as the other teachers at the other schools. But most of the time, I, you know, they do deserve a fair wage, but most of the time they're there for other reasons. This is, this is really true. It's the faith. It is. She would much rather teach there than a public school any day. She, she loves being able to uh, talk about her faith all day long in the classroom with her junior high students and have expectations that fit the faith um, yeah. from her students. There's more, more important things in life than, than just money and financial needs. And, yeah. But we do want to make sure that they get a just wage. And, uh, and, I, and, I, and in the state of South Dakota... <clears throat> The wages for the uh, the public school teachers is going up and increasing, which is which is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But it also, you know, it, it it makes us as a Catholic school system. How are we going to be competitive? Hold your breath a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to be competitive, and yeah. uh, and we do want to do that. So, but it's but it's it's a it's a hard uh, hard thing to, to balance it all out. It's you the know, reality of it. But but that, that's that's a family though. It that, is. That's what it's beautiful as a family. It and is. We work together with everything and. And uh, through that, God works something beautiful, and we're shaped. That's how that's how everyone's shaped is through a family, and families are stick together. So yeah, yeah. Some of the you know working for a nonprofit radio station, some of your perks are not. You can't write it down. You can't put it as a dollar sign. Like here are some of your benefits. You can't mm-hmm. put a tangible to them sometimes because the benefits. Mm-hmm. are just so amazing to be able to work in the faith. So, uh, And to look at the history of Catholic schools, you know, for a very long time they were, I mean, they were founded by the religious sisters and they worked for free. They didn't, you know, mm. and, and then as time's gone on, we've, we've been able to, uh, uh, well, there's not as many sisters and so, you know, mm-hmm. how to keep our Catholic schools going and, and we've been very blessed to be able to train and, and, uh, and do all we can to train lay people to be teachers in our, in our school system. And yeah. it's been a, been a wonderful grace keeping our Catholic systems, school systems going. Yeah. Um, well, Dr. Wald, we only have a couple minutes left. Any last thoughts from you? Well, I, I first want to say thank you um, to you, to Father, for allowing Rochester Catholic Schools to be part of your Catholic Schools Week. Um, we always look forward, forward to these opportunities to have a conversation, to tell our story, um, and so thank you for that. And I, I want to say thank you not just to the Rochester Rochester Catholic Schools families and teachers, but to those devoted Catholic educational communities throughout your broadcast area, because this has been a hard year for our families, and we have stuck Mm -hmm. together as a devoted community, and they're the ones that should be on the radio whenever you get them on, telling their stories, and I have been fortunate enough to be a part of Rochester Catholic School System, to be able to share their stories, and to help position them in a way that grows their enrollment demonstrate the differentiating product that we have as a Catholic school system to the rest of our community. But all of that is simply based on the great work of our families and our students. So thank you to all of them. And thank you for, to Heather, to you and to father for telling that story. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. It's an honor this morning, Dr. John. Have a great morning. All right. Thank you. Doctor. God bless you. May God bless the whole Catholic school system there in Rochester. <clears throat> Okay, well, I think he's gone. So that was amazing. I always love to hear about the different Catholic schools. And it's like we talk to all these different Catholic schools, but yet they're all the same. They're Isn't all that one, amazing? Yeah, we're all one family. You know, that's, that's what I was thinking about as we're talking about all this is, 
that's kind of the distinguishing factors. It's much more of a family feel feeling to it mm-hmm. as opposed to any other school that I that I've been to or have seen. The, the, the reality of, and that's really what. Uh, the church is the church is a family. The, mm-hmm. the family is the domestic church. It's the, it's that element, and so yeah. it's really supporting uh, the, the church at its essence, and uh, so that's just a beautiful thing. Uh, and you know, just to kind of call to mind too how all this got started. You know, in 1884, uh, the Catholic schools became a very prominent thing in the United States because uh, the, a lot of the schools were all mostly Protestant. And, uh, and parents were afraid of their children losing the faith. Bishops were afraid of kids losing their faith uh, because Catholicism was not welcomed, really, in the, pu- in, in, the, in, the, in the public schools and in America itself. <clears throat> and uh, so the bishops decided, you know what? Every single parish needs to have its own Catholic school. And, in fact, before they even build the church, they, they're supposed to build a school. This is no back, kidding. Yeah, back in 1884. And so uh, that's kind of how Catholic schools became what they are today, is that uh, it's all about preserving the faith. It wasn't about... Well, they're not teaching enough uh, in the Protestant schools, in the public schools that were mostly Protestant. It was about the faith, and that's uh, that's what got us started, and that's really what keeps us going today is, is about the, about the faith. And the thing was, too, there was no public funding. That was the thing. They had the Blaine Amendments that said no no funding at all to these Catholic schools that are being founded. We don't want to put any money towards it. And uh, there was a you know it was a, du- a difficult thing, but it was right. really a blessing in disguise because that's really what's enabled us to conti- continue to endure. Uh, throughout throughout the years as hmm. we've gone ahead. Well, it's been a very interesting conversation already this morning, folks. Uh, we're broadcasting this morning from St. Lambert's Parish, and the mascot of St. Lambert's is here sleeping on the floor. That's right. Lambert, he's a little <laughs> mini golden doodle, and he's, he's he loves church. He he always gets his bath on Saturday night before, before church on Sunday. And he just greets everyone, and he loves the kids. Boy, he just loves the kids. <laughs> well, folks, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have on our father segment, and then Father and I will have a little chance to banter a little bit. And I'm hoping to dive more into that history of Catholic schools. That's kind of interesting. Yes. You're like, that's all I have. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's all I have, Heather. Those yeah. are the only, that's all the information I have. No. But, so stay with us. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. All right. Live. Engaging and local this is real presence live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the real presence radio network 